Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to another edition of the Views from the Friends Zone podcast. This is our season finale. Happy Sunday, y'all. You know, fall's in full effect. You know what I'm saying? It went from hot girl summer to, you know, fall back fall where we're trying to be laid back and stuff like that. You know, we're just going to have another great show, have a great guest. But I'm going to have everybody introduce themselves, starting to my left. It's your boy Cliff Brockman. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Day Cash. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, Day Cash got a fire clothing line. The seeing, seeing the brand, seeing different articles, and I was just like, yo, fire. The jackets are fire. I appreciate that. Jackets yeah, are real fire, real official. That. But, you know, we're going to give you a chance to like, introduce yourself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, first thing I want to say is recipes to Atiana Jefferson, a uh, young lady who was killed in her home. Police came through, supposed to do a welfare check and wind up shooting and killing her. At this point in time, as black people, I don't even understand, like, where you safe at. Like, you chilling in your crib. That's, you know, two high-profile cases in Texas where black people are chilling in their home and, right. they, you know, they're getting shot and killed. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I don't know what kind of decorum you're supposed to have when you're in your home. But that's crazy, you know what I'm saying? So I want to say rest in peace to her. You know, she had a child with her too, which is crazy. Oh, but, man. you know, um, we're going to get into the show, but, you know, have our guests. So introduce yourself again. Let them know how they can reach out to you yes. and then give us a background on your the right. line. Well, first of all, I want to thank you guys, your brothers, for reaching out, man, and just having me on your show. Really greatly honored. But my name is Day Cash. I'm the founder of Royale Clothing. Um, it's a clothing line that is uh, based on righteousness, obedience, yoke, everlasting lord. Oh, yeah, so it's an acronym. Yes, it's an acronym. But it also plays on being royal as well. Correct, correct. Dope, dope, dope. You know, Royale is a a faith-based clothing line. It was inspired, um, you know, I'm a man of God, so, you know, when God gave me this vision, you know, I wanted to do something that, you know, glorified him. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, society always has this negative outlook on on church and the perception of being a Christian and everything like that. So I wanted to come up with a brand that, you know, gives him the glory, but at the same time, don't turn people off. Yeah. You know? So, you know, you always got to, listen, in this world, you know, the enemy comes in different ways of trying to be um, slick in his tactics, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Even as you watch TV, you know, there'll be, there'll be times where when we was coming up, you would never see um, – Cartoons that promote, you know, you know, lesbian, people, you know, gay, and you know, you know, you know, these these type those type of acts, whatever. But the enemy is real slick in his ways of doing things of that nature. So basically, God gave me the vision on the Royale's to to try to send his message, but at the same time be more relatable. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. So he gave me this. I was reading the Bible, and then um, the word royal came up three times. Mm-hmm came up three times, and I was like, why you, I was like, well, why, what's, why this word keeps popping up? So I just end up changing, you know, the A to the E, and and then, then later, like, months later on, he gave me the acronym of what each word represents. Yeah. And, um, and basically, you know, he just gave me the vision, and I wanted to kind of make them look real cool, and he said that, you know, I would, because of the, the belief that I have, 
a lot of people will kind of follow my path because I look just like them. Yeah. Sometimes when you know when you try to you know talk about the word of God, or whatever people may people may not receive it because they can't relate to you. You're not relatable. You don't look like them. Yeah. But because I look like the people who I'm trying to reach out to, I'm, I'm more interesting. You understand what I'm saying? I, I want to give you props on yeah. how how good the quality of the clothing oh, is. Yeah. You know, a lot of times you see up and coming clothing lines, mm -hmm. and sometimes you see the samples or the quality's not there yet. Right. And I understand when you don't have certain amount backing sometimes yeah, it's capital, tough but yeah. I, I feel like you know even on your first run you've right. done a really good job on yeah. that yeah um listen and, and that's i give god all the glory with that um you know i take pride in my work and especially if something that i'm trying to represent him he's not going to lead you astray as far as uh hooking hooking up with people that's going to give you uh you know bad quality yeah so everything that i do i give him the praise because um I was able to link up with some manufacturers overseas, and uh, my first run, actually, my first when I when I launched it last year, I wasn't really you know uh, pleased with the quality. Mm -hmm. And um, as I was doing business with the individual, I just didn't like how he was conducting business at all. Yeah. And then on top of that, um, his lack of communication was poor. And then when he, the way he the way he did my T-shirts was I just I just couldn't you know I said if I wanted to move forward and want to promote a certain standard, I can't rock with this guy anymore. Mm -hmm. So I end, I end up leaving him, and I say, you know what? I'm gonna just go about cutting out the middleman and go, and I didn't, know, I didn't know what direction to go. I just happily, happily to stumbled upon uh, this connect, and, and another connect reached out to me, and then we just started just vibing like that, and it was uh, a leap of faith, because yeah. this is like, when you're dealing with people from overseas, you don't know if they have to get you. Yeah, you don't know if they have to do yeah. some scams. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I just I didn't tell anyone because sometimes in life when you have a vision, you you gotta best keep it to yourself and just push forward because you don't want nobody to kind of put their opinions or their negative vibes on you and kind of discourage you. Yeah. Sometimes you know if you have for people out there, you have a vision and God gave you a passion. Sometimes you just gotta keep it in the within. And just pursue it. Sometimes the best thing being said is not saying nothing at all. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, what else you got? Um, what is your target audience? Target audience. It's it's practically from. It's I have different vid, uh, uh, designs and styles for everyone. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's not really limited just to one particular group. You know, um, just starting out. So. Um, you know, I'm just doing just the basics right now. Okay. But but my whole catalog that what I have in my plans is gonna trust me is it's gonna be for everyone. Mm. You know, so I would say from ranges from from 18 year old to all the way to 50. Mm. You okay. Know, so it's, it's something for everybody. So it's a wide range. Yeah, it's a wide range. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Have you have you been um, done any fashion weeks or, or plan to have any like. Uh, Runway shows or anything of that nature. Oh, that's definitely in the old schedule. Absolutely, you know, I'm a person of timing. Just like I was talking to my man Cliff here, we've been talking for so long. For now. a minute, that's for how a I. For a minute, yeah. so that's how I told you. I was telling my bro, I was like, yeah. I gotta yeah. plug him in. It's funny because uh, I told Cliff, yo, we, we we done for the season. Right, He's like, right. nah, nah, we <laughs> we need to put my man on. Yeah. I've been talking to him for a while. I right. said, all right, let's do another. Yeah, one. we've been talking for a minute, and um, it's just all about timing. And one yeah. thing about me. 
I don't like to move if I feel like it's not right. Yeah. If it's not right, I'm not gonna move on it. And um, I definitely have a, like plans of doing fashion shows. Of course, that's definitely I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a clothing brand, so I'm definitely yeah. gonna have that in the works. But I'm gonna move in my own lane, in yeah. my own time, in my own you know speed, because mm-hmm. I'm I want to make sure everything is right as far as everything I do. So. Why so don't you stand up to show the people what oh, you're sure, wearing sure. Yeah. This, to promote your brand? This is a little mm-hmm. something, something. This is, uh, you know, one of the new T-shirts that I came out this year, this, this past summer. Okay. You know, the Royale uh, 200, 230 GSM. Okay. So th- that's basically the weight of the T-shirt, 100% cotton. So I'm very detailed. You know, got the label, got the Royale label right here. I got the other label, the 5G. So w- what's behind the 5G? Because I see the 5G on a lot of the. You the see the five, Well, the 5G. Um, but let me just. This is the sweatpants right here. That's that's just re- uh, released this uh, fall. You know what I'm saying? Very heavy. Um, the 5G represents uh, the five letters in Royale. Five Royale's five letters. Okay. And also in the Bible, the number five represents grace. Okay. So that's why I push a lot of God's grace. Yeah. In my leg, like you see the hat here, it has God's grace. Yeah. So that's where the 5G comes from. So yeah, I like the symbolism. It's a lot of, you know. There's a lot of, like everything that I do has meaning to it. That's mm-hmm. why my slogan I use a lot is uh, Royale, yeah. fashion with the Nothing, I got to give props for because mm-hmm. like you said, it's faith-based. A lot yeah. of times things are faith-based and you get like the, the Steph Curry kind of, you know, the Steph Curry dad shoes kind right, of right, flavor. Right, and it's not right. really, like you want to yeah, you yeah. want to support God in the world, right. but sometimes you want to still be fly. Listen, now, for I'm, lack of better I'm words, so you know gla- what I'm saying? I'm so glad you mentioned that. So basically, and shout out to all the you know faith-based Christian clothing brands out there. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not knocking it; I love it. But in order for to catch a certain crowd and demographic, um, you don't want. I, I didn't want to come out with something in that lane because then you kind of limited your audience and, and the pill of it too yeah you're gonna limit to your audience and now you just really kind of it's kind of like you just just targeted one specific that uh, group which is faith uh christians and faith-based people who's very um very spiritual but royale comes from a different angle yeah you see what i'm saying um you know yes it's faith-based but yes it, it, it's kind of in disguise yeah you see what i'm saying but that's how you and that's how you got to do it. That's mm-hmm. the new age word. You Correct. Know, you meet them where they at. Exactly. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we grow up like, you know, not to say there's anything wrong with the church. Because no, I just came from church. Right, right. But, you know, sometimes you can't just limit your audience to one place. Sometimes exactly. you got to meet them where they're at. Absolutely. And I, I feel your clothing line is Because at the end of the day, like achieving Jesus, that. Jesus had to do the same thing. You he know? had a he, traveling ministry he, as well. Yeah, Jesus did not stay at home. And, yeah. you know, in order for that woman to, you know, reach his, uh, the, um, his hem, he had to go where she was at. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? 100%. In, in order to save the people and heal the blind and people with leprous, he had to reach where they was at. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I'm glad we getting a word on this yeah. Sunday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're we going to jump into the show. Yes, yes, And then yes. we're also going to give you time again to, like, no shout doubt. out, let people know how they can reach out. No problem. Support that. and all that, right? Yeah. So the first topic is, what are you willing to do to fall in love, right? Because a lot of times, you know, fall is the season where it's just like, all right, we about to start getting booed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you finish running around, thotting all summer, and yeah. now it's just like, I got to yeah. limit my limit uh-huh. who I'm going to deal with. Okay. And a lot of times, it's easy to jump into a relationship, mm-hmm. but it takes time and effort and thought to fall in love. Okay. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can confuse the two. You right. can be in a relationship for years and never really fell well, in love. Right. Mm-hmm. So we want to just... 
dissect the, 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 the psychology mm -hmm. of falling in love. Okay. First question is, it's easy to be in a relationship, but it's hard to fall in love. Why do you think so? Now, um, see, I only could go off of my own experience and my own path of mm -hmm. dealing with different relationships. So I would definitely would say, again, I'm a man of God, you know, so I owe everything that I say and that I do in life, you always got to incorporate the Father first because mm -hmm. he gives you directions. He gives you a sense of a discernment, you know what I mean? For those who don't know what that is, it's kind of like your spider sense. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So yeah. he gives you awareness of something that's about to happen or uh, if you meet somebody, he always throws signs to gives you signs about a certain person. And a lot of times we see those signs, but we ignore it. Yeah. Because, oh, this person got a nice body, or this yeah. person makes a lot of money, or this person's really popular. So we tend to ignore the important uh, qualities and characteristics in a person because we kind of want to feel, oh, I'm going I'm to I'm feel like somebody because this person looks like, look like this, or this person makes this. Okay. So that's what that is. What about you, Cliff? Why... Why is it so easy to be in a relationship, but it's hard to fall in love? Um, I think it's so easy, like, like to piggyback what Cash is saying, to, I think it's so easy to be in a relationship because relationships, some people, when it comes to being together, some people just want to have that look. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, okay, I want to be with this popular guy, I want to be with this popular Instagram model, or whoever's popular. Mm -hmm. Falling in love, is it takes a lot of research and time to figure out that person and really detailed relationship because you could be the most beautiful person in the world mm -hmm. but if you don't got no substance to it it's not it's, it's not gonna work you're right. not really gonna fall in love with that person you just fall in love with the image yeah so that's what i think i i agree i feel like the reason why so many of us are in relationships and not really falling in love is because relationships is just occupying space in someone's life mm -hmm. it's two people just you know what we're together we're giving that you know the attempt of just being together but a lot of times we put we put uh, approach relationship with their self-interest, right? right? Mm -hmm. So we're just like, all right, this might be, you know, the sex is good, or this is someone, I, you know, I can kick it with, but we don't take the time to, like you guys were saying, learn that person, exactly. learn yeah. their ways, learn mm -hmm. their faults. Like you said, bring the father into it, mm -hmm. approach it with a godly intent. That's right. I think yeah. a lot of times, because the stigma of being single means mm -hmm. like, oh, there's something wrong with us. Right. So right. a lot of times people just rush to be in a relationship Sometimes you're in a relationship with someone that you had no business being in a relationship right, with. Right, right, But just to occupy the title of being in a relationship, yeah. we, we, we take up each other's time. Mm -hmm. But to fall in love mm -hmm. is to not only love the positive things, but it's also dealing with the negative things, mm -hmm. helping the person be a better person, mm -hmm. helping that, letting that person's influence make you a better person. Absolutely. So that's why I feel like you know, falling in love, I think a lot of times we don't sit back and think about what it takes to sacrifice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a sacrifice to fall in love. Absolutely. Yeah. Because sometimes being in love, you kind of got to be like, you know what? I don't see the big picture here, but this person's worth me figuring out and growing mm -hmm. with. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I feel like a lot of times it's easy to be in a relationship, but to fall in love, yeah, that's it. it takes patience. Absolutely. It takes risk. Mm -hmm. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Sac sacrifice is a key word. Sacrificing mm -hmm. everything. So, um, next question on this is, why do you think there's so many people who, who fell into comfort and not love, right? Because mm -hmm. the most easy thing about certain relationships is comfortable. Right. Mm -hmm. 
you get comfortable with a person, so you're like, why am I going to break up with this person? I'm yeah. comfortable. Right, right. You may not be in love. They may not be right for you, but mm-hmm. you're comfortable. So right. why do you think so many people fall in comfort and not in love? I mean, if that that's a, you can apply that to anything. You know, people stay in jobs for a long time. 100%. That they, that they hate, and they, but they don't want to move because they're so comfortable. They yeah. already got their 401k. They already got their medicals and this and that. They already... You know, got their favorite parking spot. You know, everything. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it can yeah. be so many different. You, know, you like your commute. You like your commute. You know, pe- so, you know, a lot of people just don't want to, and a lot of people are afraid to go to basically go out the box and do something yeah. different. A lot of people are afraid of change, mm-hmm. um, and that applies to everything in the political world. You know, and in social media and. In every aspect, in every genre, you know, sometimes people are just afraid of change, and um, and something, you know, in order for us to kind of come out of that, you know, it always takes something drastic to happen. You yeah. get fired, mm-hmm. or you know, you you dealing with somebody, and, and it, it turns sour. So it just it went so bad that you had to relocate. It, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, but I just feel like you know. We just have to really have to be trusting ourselves, and, 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 and it's kind of basically knowing your true purpose, yeah. and you know, knowing your gift. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, even that, even though I'm at a job that I don't like, but if you know your your self worth, you know that okay, yeah. I'm I'm at this place, but I'm not gonna be here for long because S- save that thought because yeah. that's actually one of the follow up topics. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, so, but that's we're gonna we're gonna come back with that All sentiment. Right. So, Cliff, no why do you think it's so easy for people to fall into comfort? Versus falling in love, um, I think sometimes with the comfort, it, it, especially when it comes to age factor, right? Somebody in their twenties, mm-hmm. whatever, they might be like, "All right, I, I'm explore this, but I'm good." Mm-hmm. But when you when you when you thirty and up, yeah. you comfortable. You ain't really trying to learn new. You ain't new trying person. to rock the boat. Yeah, you ain't really trying to learn new attitudes, mm-hmm. new personalities and stuff. So you say, you know, sometimes people stay in relationship and be miserable because they're like, listen. I know this person. Right. I'm the at devil the, you know yeah, versus the devil you exactly. don't. Exactly. I'm at the I'm at the age where I really can't deal with change right now. Mm-hmm. So I I'm I'm gonna try to make it as best as possible to work in this relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's where I think that's where the comfortability is. Like you said, a lot of the time you stay at a job because you know it's gonna pay the bills right. and you got certain certain things that you, you learn obtain. how to live with the check that exactly. you already got. Exactly. Yeah. So you say, you know what, I'm just gonna stay in this place and I think a lot of times relationships now with the comfortability is Especially with the age factor, is you know, you know I'm, I'm in my mid thirties mm-hmm. or forties, whatever, and I don't want to change yeah, right now. I don't yeah. want to learn a new person, so I stay with the person. Yeah, right. It's funny, you know? right? Because I, I totally agree with what you guys are saying. Like, like I always joked on episodes in the past. Like, I, I say I'm a domesticated cat. Like, <laughs> I've been married for ten years. Right, right. So if you force me to go out back in the wild and fend <laughs> for myself, it's gonna be a shock. Yeah. But I do believe that you can't. You can't have a strong relationship just by being comfortable, right? right. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't feed your soul. It Correct. doesn't feed your needs. So even even now as a married person, I continue to challenge my wife and have her challenge me as well to just like, yo, I don't want to just be together because we know each other. Right. I want us to continue to grow and Correct. develop. Mm-hmm. So comfort is cool. Even at work, I've been at, I've been at my job for six years mm-hmm. and it's banking. And now things are happening where it's just like a lot of banking jobs are relocating because of cost savings. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in the dilemma of I have to start looking for a new job. Mm-hmm. But I'm embracing that challenge because I, I was comfortable. Right. I was there for six years. I've been here for six years, yeah. not really appreciated, and I know 
I'm more valuable than than I'm being currently valued at. Right. But I got comfortable. Like I like my commute. Right. I know how to work my bosses. Exactly. But you know what? God, God, will, God will throw a challenge in your life. Yeah. Let Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question, yeah. right? Because we both we all marry here. We all yeah. married men. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. speak yeah. from a married perspective, right? Yeah. Like, say tomorrow we had to start over. Would it be easy for you, Cash, to just start over, knowing that? I, I, I just seen that you just said uh, celebrate the anniversary with your right, wife. Right, 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 right. Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, nine, nine years, nine so, Okay, okay. Um, we've, I've been married five years together with my wife, to, uh, 12 years altogether. Would, would it be easy to just start over like that if tomorrow you say, uh, you know what, I got to just. You know, it, 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 it wouldn't it would be, would be easy, of course, because you're with someone for, for such a long time. Um, I would be, it would actually be, you know, because I, no, I can't explain. <laughs> She's be, watching. You know, She's watching. You know, so be you know, careful. She will be watching. <laughs> no, no, because you know honestly, be because because you know you, because you're gonna have to measure up. Whoever you're gonna meet, you are gonna always measure that person with your last. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And um, and no one is gonna be the same. So you just have to kind of like get out of that uh, mist of as far as when you start over. You got to make sure that you completely healed and you completely over the one that you just was dealing with. Yeah, okay. that's the most. That's the most important thing. Yeah, you know that's the that's the question. Like that's smart. You got to be completely healed. You got to give time to yourself. Be okay. by yourself. Spend time with God. He can heal you, and you know just get your whole just get your whole alignment refocused. And then once you know in your heart that you're ready and to move forward. Then I feel like it, it could be it will be much easier. Yes. You see what I'm saying? So what? you you answer the question. You got to answer the question too. <laughs> no, I, I asked y'all first, so you got to answer. All right, so um, <laughs> it's it's gonna be tough, right? Cause like I said, I've been married for ten years. Yeah. I've been with my wife for like eleven and change. So um, it's it's tough, but I feel like what I've been through with my wife and then prior relationships, I now know myself better than I've known better than before. Right. So now I know what I need. Now I know what I expect. Now I know I also what I need to contribute to a relationship. So it wouldn't be easy, right? Because like I said, I'm a domesticated cat, been yeah, married yeah. 10 years. Yeah. I don't even want to... Dating is so tough, but at the same time, I feel like I'm more mature. I know the questions to ask. I know the things to observe. I know to stop. I used to always fill in the gaps, right? And I always tell people that's why relationships fail. When people show you like tendencies that don't Makes sense for you, it doesn't work, and right. then you say, you know what? Even though they're doing this, they meant to do this. So right. you kind of excuse their behavior. No, you got to take it for what it is. So I know these kind of things, so that will help me. What about you, Press? Um, I'm an old school Haitian cat, so <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's tough for me, right? If I had like to start over and really learn somebody at this point in my life, I, I it, it, it would be a drastic. It would be hard for me because, like I said, I'm old school. I'm setting my way, right, so. Right. Like, even the communication factor. A lot of times, I'm talking to my boys who's single, whatever, and then I'm like, you talking to Shorty, but all you're doing is texting us. Mm -hmm. So the, it's, it's crazy because, mm -hmm. like, now relationships, or even if you're just talking to a woman or vice versa, a woman talking to a man, Everybody's communicating through text. I remember when you Great. met the person. Texting. It's met, even worse. You're doing yeah, memes you, now. You now you're communicating yeah, through you memes and funny stuff. You met the person, and then you really got to know that, you know what? I ain't messing with this. Right, she, right. she ain't on my level, or he ain't on my level. But now I'm talking to my boy. He told me he spent $1,000 a month on dates, and I'm like, boy. Yo. I mean, he, he got a good job and stuff. But it, it, it's, it, it would be tough for me to start over because 
I'm not into the whole just texting somebody because yeah. I really gotta have that one on one conversation. Right. So yeah. I think in the new generation, and this if I God forbid my marriage didn't work out, I'd be destroyed because yeah. I don't know how to yeah. how to angle it's it tough. out. You gotta really. Yeah. I, I think the way social media is a gift and a curse, right? Because social media has made us not only stop developing real personalities, right? right? Mm -hmm. Because I'm lit on the gram. Yeah, right. So <laughs> shorty gonna fall in fact yeah. in love with me being lit on the gram. Right, and then right. you slide in the DMs yeah. and you using uh, memes, like I said. So a lot of times people don't even know how to have phone conversations Correct, anymore. Right, like right. when we was kids before social media was around. Sometimes you on the phone with Shorty tell your your parents to get off the damn phone. Yeah, yeah. But you had talk, you had communication skills. I feel like that's gone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the last question on this topic. Yeah. And you, we kind of kind of spoke on it, but is if you had to date yourself, would you fall in love with yourself? Absolutely. <laughs> I hear that. But elaborate on that. Why would you fall in love with yourself? Oh man, because you know I'm loyal. Uh, I'm very passionate. I do, especially when you're in love, you know, when you're in love, especially, you know, me, you, you, you're very passionate and you're loyal, you yeah. know, even by default, you know, I have friends, you know, relationships that I still keep to this day because I'm just loyal to those people, you yeah. know, even though we don't talk every day, yeah. but I'm just loyal, that's just how I am, mm -hmm. um, you know, you know, I'm very, I'm very outgoing, but I, at the same time, I could, I'm very, I could be very, I'm a very complicated individual yeah. <laughs> you know I'm just I, <laughs> I'm very complicated because I just don't allow everyone into my circle I'm yeah. very uh, very my, my, my selective selective mm -hmm. and my discernment is yeah. on high like I'm just always watching people because I'm yeah. just because I'm a, one thing about me you get you, you it's like there's no phoniness to me. yeah you what you see is what you get what you see is what you get like yeah. people could just I could be a lot of things but people will tell you I'm not phony yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. and it, I, I, that's just what it is so you know I'm kind of like a mirror you understand yeah. and people will say well, what that what that mean and I and, and this and Jaden's you know uh, summed this up real um, prophetic like real nicely like you know I, will, I I give I give off the vibe what you give me yeah. Okay. You know, I would never. I keep that same energy. Yeah. I would. I would never just if you meet me for the first time. I'm never gonna give you like a bad energy. Yeah. But instantly when I meet you, I I feel I, I either I feel a, a, a good positive energy or negative. Yeah. So whatever I feed off of you, I, you want to get it right in return. Yeah. So that's just how I okay. am. So. so what about you, Cliff? Would you fall in love with yourself if you had to date yourself? Nah. Wow, <laughs> you kept it a buck though, I, you know so I respect why, that. You know why? Because I, I'm a wild card, like yeah. you know, and I'm stubborn. I'm a Taurus. Okay. Taurus, we very set up. We love money, so we do certain things for money to, to to make sure we secure. And then, if we feel like it's not a go, it's not a go. So yeah. it's, so it's a situation where I know they myself. I'd be like, man, this is crazy. Like yeah. this person is really not gonna change. Yeah. I wouldn't date myself. I, I <laughs> so one more for you. Okay, so would I fall in love with myself? Yes, and I, but I also like, like Big Cash said, I'm I'm complicated, right? So I I wouldn't choose to make myself a jump off. 
because <laughs> I come with too many complexities, too many emotions, right, too right. many. We gotta have communication. Right. Like I'm an over communicator, but mm. I rather over communicate so we don't get stuff twisted, right. Right? right? So if I say something, I mean what I say and I express it. And then you know, in this day and age, we, we live in a microwave society where we want to Netflix and chill. Uh-huh. So yeah. I wouldn't be a good Netflix and chill partner. Okay. But if I was looking for someone to build with, if that was the stage of life, then yes, I would definitely date myself. But if I was like, yo, I just want to have fun, right. I wouldn't be the person. I wouldn't date gotcha. myself. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. All right. So now we're going to go to the next topic, which you kind of touched on, yeah. and then I stopped you, is knowing your worth, right? Yeah. Because a lot of times, like me personally, I'm realizing it now mm. that I'm at my job, and like everyone who's hired in me in my mm. direct group, mm-hmm. I tell them what they need to do. I have the information, but they're hired in me. Correct. So I'm realizing like, yo, I'm not being paid compensated or have the title that I should have because of the knowledge that I have. Correct. So I know my values more, but I'm not being mm-hmm. compensated like I should. Mm-hmm. So it made me start thinking about knowing your, your worth. So gotcha. do you think the job the job is paying you what you're worth, your current job? My current job? Uh, let me, uh, actually, actually, no. Yeah, actually, no. But um, at the end of the day, the difference is with me is that's that's not my period. Yeah. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? You know, that's not my period. So at the end of the day, there's a, there's a comma after that. Yeah. And, that, and, and I'm building towards what I'm building, what God gave me. Yeah. So nobody, nobody, listen, at the end of the day, as long as you working for somebody, you're never going to be valued at the worth that you should be valued for. Correct. You I understand agree. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So in order for you to really get the full impact and, 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 and the full volume of your worth is acting in your gift that God gave you. Okay. So what about you, Cliff? Do you think your job is paying you your worth? Um, I mean, I make a good salary. So yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, you bust I'm, your ass, I'm, though, yeah, to get I, that salary. Yeah, but I work really hard at my job. But right. paying me as my worth, I, I think I'm doing okay with it. But I think there's certain things that, like I said, I'm, I, I'm there for where – I like helping people, and the money aspect is good. But, I mean, I, I'm okay. Yeah. okay. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm to okay. me, answer, I know I'm definitely not getting paid what I'm worth. But at the same time, like we touched earlier, I got comfortable. Mm. I kind of made my, my check work for the right. bills that I have. Yeah. But I'm realizing now, especially lately, the value that I'm adding, especially mm. where I'm at, right. is way more than I'm being compensated. Mm-hmm. But I feel like God really hit me in the head this season to be like, yo, I'm showing you, like, to the fact where they pay for me to go to other places and train people, right. and the people I'm training are higher level than me, and they're just like, yo, can you keep teaching me, and mm-hmm. stuff, and it's, it's God is just like, yo, duh, like, right, I, right. I've been showing you this, <laughs> but you, but you know, it's, it's a good thing, because now my eyes are open to, like, I really need to go out there and, and be, right. be more confident and be more aggressive on what I need, but mm-hmm. also to realize like, yo, the same mentality and skills that I have, I need to develop in something of my own. Right. That's why I, I, I love when we have entrepreneurs and people who, who are doing their own thing on, because to me, it takes a certain bravado, it takes a certain step of faith right. to go out and do your own thing, right? right. right. Because you get comfortable yeah. with knowing that on the 15th and the 30th or every two weeks, a set amount of money's hitting yeah. your bank and yeah. you know how to move. Right. But when is it? When your grind determines that, you know if you bust your ass, mm-hmm. you could go out and get a crazy bag. But then you know the times where you kind of like, I'm not feeling it, right. nothing's moving. Nothing's yeah. right, right, so right. that's that's why it's just like, you know, 
people get stuck in jobs. They always say they pay you to, to give up your dreams. Mm. That's what your job right, is doing. Right. So okay. now I'm trying to figure out how do I combine passion with the knowledge and skills that I have. Well, you know what? When you say that they pay you to give up your dreams, it's, that's only one side of a perspective. Yeah. I look at it, they pay me to, you know, invest in my dreams. That's mm. how I look at it. That's, uh, that's the smart way to, to use that saying? as your seed so money. It's, it's that's all, your seed it's money. It's all about perception, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know? And this is why, again, when I do things, I always got to incorporate the father because he gives me a spiritual perception that the natural mind can't comprehend. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So that's why it's so important. That's why I'm, push this is why I'm pushing this type of message, royale, fashion with the message, because it's just bigger than clothing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's such a bi it's bigger, it's, it's such a huge message behind what I'm trying to promote, but I'm just using fashion and clothing as an outlet. That's definitely though. I, I I'm glad you put that extra point to it, yeah. right? Because a lot of a lot of the business people that I follow on Instagram stuff like that always yeah. say like, "Yo, some people be like, oh, I just want to quit my job," and and then like even Gary V, who's you know the, the famous you know entrepreneur, always says like, "No, build skills, learn how to use your time, and use that money as seed money." That's yeah, hundred percent. Because a lot. A lot of us, you know, we have dreams, we have these ideas, and we go out, and, and, and banks are not dying to cut you a check Correct. to start the 100%. business. So Correct. take your paychecks, learn how to live on less than what your That's paycheck right. is, and use that money, save it, do your tithes, and then also use a Correct. portion Correct. to feed your dreams. Correct. So the next question is, how do, you, how do you determine your worth? What are you doing to increase it? Me? Yeah. Um... Just basically investing in myself, um, investing in my craft, um, and just basically going after what God gave me. That's how you, that's how you um, increase your wealth um, with anything. You know, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan wouldn't be the icons that they are because without investing in them in themselves, yeah. without practicing, without the coach being there. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. It's, it, you have to put that work in. You have to put that determination, that grind. And and once people see that, you, you will see quickly how your worth is going to be valued. Your respect level is going to be at another place because now people are seeing you going to a different dimension that they're not used to seeing you. You understand what I'm saying? So that's so it. So when you say you know raising your worth is not on, don't only associate it with money. That's a key thing I was going to touch so on with my response. It could, be yep. with, it could be with respect. It could be with money. Skills. Skills. You know, knowledge. It's so, knowledge. There's so many different mm -hmm. avenues. And, and, and once you do all of that, once you um, invest and practice in those fields, the money will come. Yes, yeah. 100%. The money will come. What about you, Cliff? Um, how, how do you determine your worth and what are you doing to increase it? Um, it's definitely with hard work. Definitely mm -hmm. with hard work. You got to... You could be the smartest person in the world, but if you don't got good work ethic, mm -hmm. you won't get ahead, right? Yep. And also, you gotta, you gotta, like, you gotta be spiritually connected, right? Mm -hmm. Since I, since I was spiritually connected, and also like, you know, giving, giving back, or just being thankful to situations and keeping a positive energy, right. you could see the value of the quality of how people respect you more, right? Mm -hmm. Right? And and and, and that that's that that's the hundred percent the truth, because I know like. Even with my job, my job, I work in a jail environment, but there's certain 
things that I can do that others can't do and that react with inmates. Working with inmates is not easy because yeah. you're dealing with day-to-day operation, but I can work anywhere mm-hmm. and I get the same response because I never go in there and try to tell them I'm better than you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, or be something uh, you're not. Be something I'm not. Right. Yeah. They see the sincere in me and they can ask me. I they, they feel like I got an urban feel so they can ask me the question of what's yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. I let them know, listen, life is not over. Yeah. You know, you made a mistake. Today, I can leave today. I'm a married man. I can leave today, go home, see my wife having a relationship with another man, but I can be in jail. Right, just right. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I always let them know that, you know, anybody could be in jail. You could you could leave here today, no, no, not wishing that, hit somebody with a car. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, if it's not played out the right way, right. you still might get some time. Yeah. So I, I always say that having a positive attitude and working hard will get you ahead. Yeah. People, 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 not everybody, but people who acknowledge that, you know what, this brother comes in, he does his job, he doesn't give any, us any problem, and he's really connecting to whatever he's doing. Whatever you do, whether you corporate, jail setting, hospitals, whatever, yeah. I always feel like hard work is going to get you better. Yeah. Make you move so forward. if I, I could answer that question, like, how do you determine your value and what are, what are you doing to increase it? Like, like I said, I've been at my job for six years. I work at a big investment bank, and then I just realized that for the majority of the time that I was there, I was just working hard, right? Mm-hmm. And in certain environments, just working hard is good enough, but then you start to speak to people in the higher ups and they're like, oh yeah, they, they know you work hard, but all you do is work hard, right? right? So to increase your value, you have to add value to your situation, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you just work hard, you're doing what they tell you to do and you're doing it vigorously, mm-hmm. which is cool, but you're not differentiating yourself, yeah. right? If you just work hard at what they ask you to do, then you're, you're sort of like depending on just like physical labor, like mm. like sort of like you could put a different animal on the plow right. and whatever animal work hard can push yeah, you. 100%. But if you learn like, you know what, okay, in my job, this is how we're doing it, but this is how we could do it better. Mm-hmm. This is how we could do it more efficiently. This is the things that we're doing that's working wrong. That's when I realized this is how I'm adding value. Now I'm valuable. Now they come to me and say, how do we handle this situation? Because I've learned to think outside of the box. So but that's then how I've added value. And also, to piggyback what you're saying about the job market, you got to separate yourself and put yourself in that spotlight. Because sometimes you could be working hard, but you don't say anything, and yeah. the job think you're okay. If if the job is paying 50 cents and you're not going to say nothing, and they know they you're doing They think 50 cents is good. Yeah, they think <laughs> if you're doing, you're doing all these other ventures, you bring all these other projects, you, you, you're going outside the box, but you don't say nothing. Communication is key. If you don't communicate to your boss or the next level, that to get to the next level, they'll never know that you're not happy about the situation. So I always tell yourself, work hard and also speak up for yourself because that's when people know, okay, he, you know what? He has been doing, he has been picking up his, his work. He has been coming on time and doing, picking up extra projects or whatever you do, whether yeah. you corporate or whatever. So communication is key. Even in relationships, if you don't communicate with your partner or we all marry her with our wife, whatever. Half the time, she ain't even gonna know that you, you mad at her because you're yeah. not saying nothing. Right, because, right. You, so. like you said, that's perfect. Yeah. Sort of like a lot of times, even when you start to evaluate, when we take into relationship aspect, you, you'll see people who've been married for years and all of a sudden they get divorced. And you're like, damn, all these years I thought they was happy. What happened is just like, yo, they both was ignoring each other. They yeah. were just doing what was used to be cool. Sometimes what you was doing five years in, Ten years in, they're like, yo, that shit's not good enough. Right, right. But they accepted it for five years. Right. You thought it was great, yeah. and you kept doing it for another yeah. five. So, but we got to grow. Right. So. Yeah, that's not my wife. She lets 
Listen, listen, listen. That's one thing about her is that you know when she feels a certain way or she has something on her mind, she expresses it. Yeah, that, that's a big and, thing. And one thing she would never let you feel comfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We need so, that. See, I can't shake be, things let up. Let me tell you something. If I can't be comfortable around her, you know, because she will let you know and she will let you have it. So. You know, it's, she's like uh, also. I mean, I'm always been a, um, uh, a self-driven. Cause even when I self-motivated, I'm self-motivated, always, yeah. I always had an entrepreneurial uh, spirit behind me and um, ambitious. But, um, but if you just like again, sometimes we get too comfortable, and you just get because you're human. Yeah. She will let you know, like, listen, hey, you know, what are you doing? Or okay, listen. What we got to do for the next three years? Like we, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you always got to have a plan. Always got to have a plan. And you always got to reevaluate that plan. Absolutely. You know, you know what? And I'm glad you said that because I was just having a conversation with my wife the other day, and you know, I'm a new parent. I have a toddler. Oh, she congratulations! Turned, thank you. She turned. Nah, not a new parent. She'd be three, three oh, in okay. December. Right. But fairly new. It is. It is crazy because all the things that you know. We used to just do. Now yeah. it's like everything got to be planned. Yeah, yeah. Even, even to be intimate. Like, you know, I went from growing up. I got to keep it 100. Yeah, I, gotta, yeah, I yeah. went from, you know, getting it when I want to get it. Now we got to play the sneaking games. And that's just one child. Yeah, so, yeah. like I said, with everything is about communication because in, with your job, with the job market, relationships, and everything, if you communicate well, People will take that and respect that. Right. Yeah. But if you don't say nothing, people would take it as okay. He's okay with it. Yeah, you no, know. That's so, so the last question on this topic of knowing your worth is: What skill you feel you're missing to become the ultimate you? What's up with you, Ken? Uh, I think er at the end of the day, when you wake up every day, that's an uh, opportunity to develop any type of skill. Yeah. As long as I'm living, I'm always open to learn yep. and to uh, to live is to learn to live is to, is to learn and, and just to uh, try to get accustomed to different various skills and and knowledge as much as possible so as and that's it you know I me mean? as long as I'm living I'm just trying to get better and better and better yeah. you know? so so the question clip is what what skill you feel you're missing to become the ultimate you when it comes to certain skills, I feel like I'm a wild card. I, I take chances, so that's a good trait. When it, it could bite you, it could bite you also too when, yeah. you, when you're wild card like that. But I feel like I'm so set in my ways with certain things that when it comes to like advancing certain departments, I don't give it a shot, and then I, I could fail from that. Yeah. But you know, it's a learning process, right? You, yeah. you know, every every day you can learn something new from somebody. I don't take. I don't even use age factor. Like even when I'm working out in the gym or lifting weights, whatever. Like, for instance, last week I was in the gym, mm -hmm. seen somebody like 16 years old. Mm -hmm. He was doing certain a certain workout. It looked crazy to me. I'm like, getting yo, look in, huh? he was <laughs> getting it in. I asked him. He was like, hey, I guess he put a surprise. I asked him because I got size on me, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I've never seen this work. I tried it. I couldn't do it. And I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. It was just something that I said. You know what? I seen him twice doing the workout. The first time I was like, ah, maybe he does whatever. So I said, nah, I gotta ask him. Mm -hmm. But that that showed me. I said, okay, I, I just gotta ask because sometimes right. you know, you just don't know the answer yeah. and what right. response. Yeah. So I gotta be more open to that mm. right. and just you know certain skills. I think every day you can always improve. Yeah. Absolutely, you yeah. could yeah. you could never be satisfied of your product, Absolutely. whatever you do. Absolutely. So so if I can answer the question, the, 
what skill I'm missing. I'm missing the complete confidence in myself. My little brother always tells me that, the confidence in myself, and also just like, you know, that effort. Give it a shot. I've, I've always been kind of meticulous on what move I want to do next yeah, and yeah. kind of, and like, you know, opportunity rewards the prepared man after, you know, what's left over by those who, who, who really went out and got yeah, it, right? right, right. So I, I don't want leftovers no more. Correct. I want to be part of the herd that, yeah. you know, jump out and go grab it. So the skill set that I, I, you know, that I feel I need the most is just confidence and belief in self because I know I'm educated. I know yeah. I have a knowledge and stuff. But this year I kind of learned, like, you know, I'm stepping up to the plate. I'm not waiting for someone to call me out. Right, I right. just step in and do my kind of thing. So cool. that that's the skill I need. So the last topic we're going to discuss on the show is, is it's only entertainment, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it's looking at certain things. And um, a couple of weeks ago, we had a, a show when we talked about Takashi 6ix9ine okay. and all the drama that he was going yeah, through. Yeah. And it was funny because Cliff was on the other side <laughs> of the argument <laughs> than I was. Okay. And I was like, Takashi's finished. Yeah. He's a snitch and this and the other. And then you're just starting to realize that, you know what? The kids of these generations. They don't care about that. They're not worrying about you being a snitch as long as they feel like you still lit. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? So it started making me say, like, you know what? I got to really think about it because it's only entertainment, right? Right, right? Like, I took it so personal, like, yo, he a snitch and he talking thug stuff. I can't believe him. But then I started to say, like, yo, I had to think about it, like, yo, Denzel's not really the dude on training day. Right? <laughs> yeah. right, right. And, for some reason, we take hip hop and be like, yo, if a guy say he moving five bricks, but you find and out he's that, only selling nickels, now you upset. But everybody exaggerates. It's right. just a role. That's but to I me, I take it personally. That's why I was let trying me, to let tell you guys. Let me tell you. The, 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 see, hip, hip hop was like that as far as. Yeah. Because one thing, hip hop first. It was our voice. It was the it voice was of your what voice, really happening. It was your experience. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when I was coming up, you know, it was believable because this is, this is, it was so much, it was more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It was more authentic. Authentic. Yeah. And you more, could, only official dudes was right, allowed to be the real MCs right, that represent right. the hood. It was very diverse. And, you know, a lot of this, you know, um, uh, ABC rhymes and all these type of <laughs> acts that's coming in. You couldn't do that back nah. in the day. You'd get laughed at, like, yo, this dude is a special ed kid trying to rhyme. Let me tell you something. Like, the days of KRS-1s and, you know, MC Shan, like, you, you, they will play you. Like, they will call yeah. you out. Yeah. You know, the Kumo Ds and the L, they will call you out. So, and, and, and a lot of things, too, is like, you know, a lot of us, not us, but a lot of social media, they feed into these, you know, like Takashi 6 Nines, you know, the, the, what's this guy's name, Blueface. They, they feed into so that. I got to humble myself this, and say you were right. No, cause to because to me, I'm from that school yeah. of you got to be authentic. So right. much so that I could rhyme too. Uh -huh. But then I realized that the, the lyrics that I loved and stuff was the, the street stuff because that's what I go around. But that wasn't me. Mm. So I said, I can't go out there and talk about I'm moving bricks and but shit. But this, gen this yeah. generation. So I took a step back even though I thought I had the skills. I'm right, like, yo, I'm yeah. rhyming about content I can't yeah, support. Yeah, yeah. But go ahead, Cliff. But this generation... You could see before the game. Yeah. Right? Big so time. I'm saying, like, listen, somebody could rap me right now 
and then I could change my whole Instagram and my mm-hmm. whole Facebook, and I could really get it popping out here because mm-hmm. it's all about being C before. You don't know who, who's acting and who's, right, who's for right, real. Because right, right. a so lot of... Let, let, let me answer the question, and then you can go back to what you're talking about because I want to get the question out. So we don't expect actors to really be who the characters they play. Why do we care if rappers keep it real? But go ahead, Clifford, finish what you were saying. Like I said, it's, it's this generation now, you can be C before and you can be, be okay. Like, yeah. With my Instagram and my Facebook, if you look at it, it's more family-oriented, and it's more things that's that who you are. the things that I'm doing right now. Yeah. But if, if tomorrow, if somebody started writing lyrics for me and, and, and whatever, I could I could turn it up and be in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the but thing is, you have real credibility as far as people know you for being like, you know, not a punk dude. You take care of your business kind of thing. Takashi was a science project. But listen, a complete I, science listen, project. But a lot know? of times now... People don't need to do the research. They just want to hear what's going on. Yeah. And if you popping, you popping. Uh, this new generation, they don't care about lyrics and when you got to come to the right. You Back in the days and stuff, you really had to be a rapper to go in that right. battle and rap. Right. Now it's like, if, if you just, it's, it's, it's just a wave and you got to be, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. All right, so, so, so Cash, what, what do you feel like? Why, why are we holding rappers to a different standards than actors? Because I, I just feel like rappers... Could kind of reach to the. It's it's the same thing nowadays, though. I I feel the the reason why people kind of differentiate the two is because I feel like hip hop artists or any type of musician can really connect to the people Mm -hmm. more so than a movie, a person, an actor in a movie. It's 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 a different intimacy where you know you a musician and you promoting some type of music. It's just it's just a different vibe that you connect with the people. So. Be, so being real is very important because if you just be yourself, like like a, a person like J Cole, you know I consider him one of the like the new like the millennial rappers, and he ain't talking about pushing bricks, he ain't talking about shooting people, yeah. but be, be, because Jay Z invested in him and, and signed him is because he has a he, he's authentic, yeah, it, and, and, and he's real. He got a, he has a genuine talent and mm-hmm. he's diverse. Yeah. He could, you know, he he talks about matters of life. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and then someone who's on the outside that's going through something, and J Cole is touching that topic. He's connecting with that person yeah. because J Cole is being himself and he's being real. You I 100 percent agree. Like yeah. you know, J Cole, Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. these kind of dudes make me feel comfortable to continue to love mm-hmm. hip hop right, because right, right. it's not like they're corny. Mm-hmm. They're dope. They got the skill set. They right. feel they feel relatable, and mm-hmm. at the same time, it's just like yo, the story they're telling is not that crazy. Right. They still speak of hood elements, mm-hmm. but they tell you this is what's going right. on. Absolutely. This is how you navigate yeah. mm-hmm. out of it. To me, to answer the question, like the reason why I hold my hip hop artists to a different, you know, standard than actors and stuff like that, right? Because to me, music is the language of the soul. To me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So like it's like I always tell my wife. And, you know, like, I don't know if not all couples do this, but, like, some couples speak, like, you know, if if their spouse could get with, like, a celebrity. Like, I, I tell my wife, if you could bag the rock and that's your dream, I'm going to look the other <laughs> way because you bag the rock. Right. And then w- when I make that joke, I'll be like, I'll bring up Rihanna or Lauryn Hill. And she goes, Lauryn Hill? Why? I said, Lauryn Hill music was a soundtrack of my me growing up. Right. So yeah. I love the s- you yeah. know, the music touched my soul kind right, of thing. Right. When I watch a movie, I know I'm watching a f- 
fairy tale or fantasy right, for an hour right, 45, right. two minutes. Right. But music stayed with you much longer. Right, right, you right. in the gym trying to get it into the music. Right, right. You driving to work, battling traffic to the music. Right. So I hold my music people to a different standard because I want that music to speak to my yeah, soul. Yeah, it's a different but connection. when you reach a Takashi and you hear like, yo, like I never believed Takashi anyway. Right, I never so believed why, right, so right. why am I losing my mind right. that he's snitching yeah, and he's going to yeah, go back yeah. to the life? But I was why people are, like Why people are so surprised that he's snitching? He wasn't built like he that. He wasn't built place. like that. Yeah, y'all knew that. Y'all just entertained Even when that. you saw him fight at the airport, yeah. and he's, he's swinging he and falling. He and and it, like, you knew it wasn't somebody yeah. who built, who's yeah. built like that. But the thing about it is, is people, I, and I was trying to tell you that, people don't care about that. I know. People it bothers me so that. much. Yeah. Because now I feel like I should have I should have seen before the game. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I didn't have to have no street credit, if I didn't have to get no real cosign, and I know goons, people, I could have just had the goons around me. Yeah. People but, don't care about that. Yeah. It's just all about, you know, yeah. the image you present yourself. That's it. Yeah. Right, so the next question on the topic is, are black entertainers held to a different standard? 100%. Because... As a black entertainer, you you got to be careful w w what you're saying, how you present yourself, and who you associate yourself around. Because, right, if you want to cross over into the next audience and start being an actor or just be in certain meetings, you know, you sometimes you got to dumb down your music. Your music, yeah. could you could have came out as hard as crazy, you know, all the hard lyrics, and then all of a sudden you want to get into this next you know, New Balance commercial. You want to start doing stuff with, you know, the NFL or whatever. Yeah. You got to dumb down your music. You got to make it where you can cross over. Yeah. So black entertainment is definitely hundred. Anything you do as a black person, you got to dumb down your character people a little judge, bit. Judge because little, in the same harder. in the same thing, even in the job market, I might get suspended for something, and then this white person might get suspended for something. The same thing, and they might give him two days, and he might give me eight days, and then I got to bring my union rep in. Yeah. And you like, he only got two days? Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we spoke about the justice system last not, week. There's so many times where people get charged for the same thing, but when we look like us, the, the time is different. It's just yeah. a matter of you got to have good character issues, especially as, as a black man in America. Yeah. So, that's so what, what do you feel like? Um, are black entertainers held to a different standard? Though? Listen, black people in general, I mean, general, in general, is held to a different standard. You know, we have to always work ten times harder than Peers, you know what I'm saying? So, in anything that we do, you know, whether you trying to apply for a job, where you in school, you in college, you're a pro athlete, you're an actor, you're an actress, you in entertainment, we are always are held to a different standard. I feel like we got to put double the effort to absolutely. get half of the pay so, or half of the recognition. Yeah, absolutely. That's, 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 that's a given. That's, every, that's everywhere. That's yeah. every situation. Yeah. I, I do feel like. To, to co-sign everything you say, I do feel like black entertainers, black people in general, held to a different standard. And it's tough, but part of it also is we hold each other to a different, a different standard and stuff like that. Like, we'll let other people outside of the culture get away with doing certain violations, and then we won't get, we won't let it go when it's somebody who look like us who does right, that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. All right, so the last question is, and this, this kind of hit me, because Cliff know I'm a big Jay-Z fan. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when... We spoke about it on the show when Jay Z did the NFL deal. I kind of was just like, it kind of bothered me when he said we're, we're past kneeling because no, Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick is still being hurt from the kneeling, mm -hmm. and at the same time, our issues, peaceful process should be respected regardless, right? Because right. this country was built 
on quote unquote protest right. with the Boston Tea Party. Yeah. Let's get deep. But so to answer the, the last question is someone posted Tyler, Tyler Perry's doing what we think Jay Z is doing. What do you think about that? And to give context to that question, right? Tyler Perry just finished building out this dope ass yeah, studio. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, e- there's no even like Paramount and Warner yeah. Brothers. Their studios aren't as big, big as Tyler right, Perry's right. studio. And on top of that, people don't know this, but Black Panther, most of Black Panther was shot at his studio, mm. even before it was completely finished. Wow. The majority of it was shot there. But I say that to say this: the, the question is saying that. In our heads, we've been told that Jay-Z is doing all this great stuff, but we can't tangibly see it. What, yeah. what, 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 we've, we've seen the tour of Tyler Perry Studio, and any movie you could think about, it don't got to be a black movie. Any movie you could think about could be done at that studio. Is right. that 100%. big, and the resources is that there. So what do you think? Someone said Tyler Perry is doing what we think Jay-Z is doing. What do you think about that? I, I, don't, I don't agree with that. Okay. Confederate. A confederate. It's just, and then, the, and then the amount of jobs that this man is, yeah. is providing, and then he's, I, I heard that he's doing, um, he's going to have like, uh, like homeless women that's been in, in abusive relationships yeah. and so, so things of that he, He's doing hiring practices just to help right. people, so, right. like marginalized so people. He, he, he's doing a, such a, a phenomenal, and I but, feel like it's but not, not getting you enough up. gratitude. The, what this, what it's saying is just like, I agree with you what you're saying 100%. Mm-hmm. But this question is saying that we think Jay Z is really doing it, but he's not really doing it. Tyler Perry is really doing it. So, Correct. what do you feel about that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, because what Tyler Perry is doing is more of an impact in our community. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's, you know, he owns that. It's like, we own that. Yeah. yeah. We don't own the NFL. I ain't, ain't going <laughs> to hold you. If I ever in a place where it's just like I'm about to put a movie out, yeah, I'm like, it got to be a Tyler Perry studio. got to be a Tyler Perry studio. That'll be yeah. part of what I write yeah, in my contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, to answer the question. To answer the question, um, Tyler Perry's in the class of his own name. And it's two different tax brackets, right? Tyler Perry's probably worth $400 million, $500 million if he gave you that. Yeah. Jay Z is a billion dollar is in a billion dollar club. Mm-hmm. When you're in a billion dollar club and you just got in, it's certain things that you're not really in control of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I get I, I don't I don't appreciate what Jay Z is doing. Yeah. Because I, it kind of it's, it's kinda, he's kind of rocking the boat with me, mm-hmm. but I understand it. But we do need a seat at the table. Yeah. You. So yeah. We. we, we that's what I said. I understand yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. So it's like. Tyler, like if you Google it, Tyler Perry probably worth four, four hundred, four hundred fifty no, million. No, 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 no. Yeah, trust me. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. The, the, in that bracket, Jay Z's a billionaire. Yeah. So when you get in that billionaire club, you're not really making certain decisions that you have. You, you, you don't really, you really can't call the shots how you really want it mm-hmm. to because certain people that you reach out to and ask for advice, they're gonna tell you, oh, man, you gotta do it this way. Mm-hmm. If you wanna stay, if you wanna stay up here with us, right. you gotta do it this way. Or if you do it your way. You might go back down a little bit. You might be respected from your peoples, right. your African American peoples, <laughs> and yeah. the minority peoples, but you're not gonna be in this club too long. So I get it. So it, it's it's a fine line where he 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 doesn't really have creative control. Mm-hmm. Tyler Perry took it to his his to to the extent. Of, Listen, this is how I'm gonna. This is how I'm, uh, this is how it's gonna be. I, I always approach it this way, yeah. and I'm not gonna stop. Right. So. I, I hear what you're saying. Do, this is this is my my feel on that particular question or that issue. 
I feel like Jay-Z has been so focused on capitalistic values and ideas that although Jay-Z does, does a lot of good work, I'm not taking away from Jay-Z's work. Jay-Z's race was always to the Billy, to being a billionaire and stuff like that. So I feel like he lost focus on building like infrastructure or, or things like that that's really going to be able to more so had that lasting impact mm -hmm. because he was just chasing the money. Where Tyler Perry said, yo, I'm good money-wise, mm -hmm. now I'm start building my own platform. Like, Jay-Z has record labels and stuff like that. Jay-Z has a lot of blueprints and stuff like that, but there's nothing Jay-Z has that has that lasting impact that Tyler Perry's studio But to have. say that you are a billionaire as a black man and come from Marcy Projects, you don't want to destroy that. So you don't want to... You don't. But once you have a billion know, dollars... But listen, you smart enough to know how to prevent people from getting you like that. But, but listen, what I'm trying to tell you is when you get that seat, you don't want to lose your spot. Mm -hmm. So you're going to do a lot of little things that compliment maybe outside of your character just to stay. Yeah. And that's why that's what I feel me, I, I, that's that what I feel the difference between Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry is a person who was homeless. Mm -hmm. He started his plays out of nowhere and he became very successful and people he he always he used the same characters in every movie mm -hmm. if you look at yeah. House of Pain, yeah, yeah. any Medias and everything. He, he definitely he, put he, money he, in people's he pockets. He always recycles his yes. actors because he said, Listen, you started for me from the bottom and I'm yeah. staying with you no regardless yeah. what. But the thing about it is, he's comfortable like that. Jay-Z is in a point where he said, listen, I'm a billionaire and I want to stay there. So it, it's, it's tough. And mm. I still, I don't, I'm, I don't like Jay-Z music because I'm a Nas fan. Whatever. I'm a Nas fan too, but, but I love Jay-Z. But, but I can respect, I can see what's going on business-wise, what he's doing. Yeah. It's, it's tough. Yeah. You know me, I always said like, you know, Jay-Z worries too much about being exclusive. And I get it. You want to be up there. You want to have the equivalence. But to me, it's just like, why is your value being aligned to, like, you know, all these people of non-color to say you in that same room and stuff like that? All right, so, you know, that's the end of the show. You was a great guest. So I, I want you that. to take time right now to shout out how people go get your clothing line, mm -hmm. your IG links, yes, all yes. that stuff. So basically, again, as early the show, you know, I'm Big Cash. I'm the founder of Royal Clothing. Um, it's, a it's a positive clothing brand. Um, it's very inspirational, it's motivational, it's for the people, um, and listen, it's black owned, so you should support it. You can find me at, uh, um, you can reach my website at uh, royale5g.com, um, or you can catch me at um, Instagram at R-O-Y-E-L underscore 5G, so if you want to commu communicate with me, um, you can shout out, you know, communicate with me through IG, or, or my Yahoo um, address is... Uh, www.royal5g at yahoo.com and my website is royal5g.com. So that's the way. And make sure they know the Royal is spelled differently when they go to the website. Yeah, right? it's R O Y E L 5G.com. You know? Yes, yes, so yes. Not, not with an A, but an E. You know what I'm saying? Definitely support Brent. Even if you go to his Instagram and see the jackets and stuff. Yeah, it's it's yeah, tough. Yeah, it's yeah, tough. I got to cop, I gotta cop let me, me some stuff. Yeah, let him, let him show it real quick. Show him. Give him something he can show. Yeah. Show so the audience real quick. Show the jacket. Like that red stuff. color one is me. Yeah. Like on the flyer. Y'all saw the flyers. And and let me let me tell you something. Yeah. Let me tell you something. We gotta support each other, right? Yeah. I, I seen I seen Mr. Cheeks wearing your brand the other oh, yeah. day. 
Yeah, yeah. big shout out to Mr. Cheeks, man. And, 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 what you call it? This, uh, and Graf, too. It? Like, yeah, yeah. So you got to support black. And they got, the, the, the clothing line got a lot of swag, right? Because yeah, yeah. when definitely. I when I seen it and I sent it to my brother, I'm like, this is something that I definitely will put on and right. rock. So yeah. support your black-owned businesses. And, and like it's easy to go in these stores and, and it look like the same, whatever. When you got yeah. somebody who's a black man who's trying to do something positive, support right. Support our guests of Day Cash and this clothing line and this business, whatever. Yeah. That's what I want to shout out. And, now, and I'm going to keep reaching out to you. Anytime you got a function or whatever, we want to have you back on the friend zone. Because that's what our podcast is yeah. about, reaching right. out. Yeah, yeah. So. I appreciate that, man. And, and, and like I said, I want to shout out, shout out, I guess, Day Cash. Like I said, it's flavor. It has a meaning. So you ain't got no excuse <laughs> to not support, right? It has a meaning. It's faith-based. And you won't out, you won't out here look corny rocking that's it. You know what I'm saying? saying? You that's actually saying. look lit. But shout cool. out to um shout out to Greedy Gut and Open Shirt Poppy. They wasn't here for the finale, but they'll definitely be back with us when we come back next season. Shout out to everybody who's been supporting us. The numbers been crazy lately. We wanna keep growing. We're gonna go on a little winter hiatus, get right, get family, go through the holidays. We'll come back in the new year. But while you're strong. missing us, go back. We this is our seventy seventh episode. If you missed the episode, go back, listen to it, see how crazy seven, seven. we are. See see the views, you know what I'm saying? See the symbolism and all that. (laughs) We out. Peace. Love you guys. One. Just don't